0: the name of our Lord. You may be seated. My brother Al is going to come here now because uh, I asked him to help me with some things here, especially uh, that uh, we have uh, some friends coming today here. Uh, Some of you uh, probably remember Angie. Angie is uh, the mother of Elisa and also the mother for Tommy, right? So, welcome, welcome. Amen. Let's give him a hand. Hello. Hello.
1: So, as you can see, if you're coming here today and you haven't filled out a contact sheet, please do so. We'd love to know about you, and as Gian says, come to your house and ask you for food and eat, and uh, <laughs> which we will. Okay, well, that's, that's fine okay. with me. <laughs> just, just with
2: chocolate, guys. Yeah, he's got a lot
0: of chocolate, too.
1: <laughs> Y'all
2: come to our house today.
0: <laughs> Yeah, a lot of chocolates. So we had a good time two weeks ago, right? That's right. Yeah, I remember that day. And uh, I'm still communicating with some of these families. And I want to show you the pictures, because eventually we will see those families coming up. Here uh, on the left side, you see this kid, uh, Dallas. You remember him and his mother, Renee. And on the right side, we have our famous Byron. <laughs> <laughs> You we had fun that day, that day right? <laughs> yeah. Did you have fun? I not want to leave playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> and Bailey's saying, hello, 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 hello. Uh, and here on the right side, we have Cody and his little Brooklyn. You talk with them, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're really interesting people. Uh, you know, they're really
1: cool people. Um, yeah. You know, in sales, there's a saying that, you know, people may not remember everything that you tell them, but they'll definitely remember how you made them feel. Ooh. And I think, the, I think it rings true, you know, even here, as people come to our events and, and, and our functions that, that they feel, you know, that this is home, they feel comfortable, right. and, and I think that's important. I think we've done a pretty good job of that so far, and I look forward to the next one, because I think when people leave, they remember how they felt when they came here, and a lot of times, you know, that's what brings them back, and, you know, uh, the more the merrier. You know, we love, to, we love to grow a church family, so it's always about the feeling. Absolutely,
0: and Jackson. You did a great job as Luigi. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> that was good. Good. Kid. We are missing today our new family, the Browns. I don't know what's going on. Maybe work, work. But uh, three wonderful kids as well. And uh, well, you had fun that day. I I remember you. Yeah, yeah, that they was, was playing pretty fun. There. You look yeah. like you're having more fun. Huh? No, I was just moderating there. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing both sides.
1: <laughs> oh, that
0: hurts. <laughs> yes, Mike, I heard you. Yes, and Zach is so happy doing his, uh, his new job, guys. He's working, I believe, 16 hours a day, right? Something like that? 12 hours. 12 hours. It's a long shift. And uh, also, Aaron, I understand, is working long hours. And, and Chris is back after several Forever. weeks going to Colorado, and uh, I heard that you are continuing traveling, right, brother? Yeah, i leave tomorrow. All right. Well, that's, that's tough, but it's part of what we all do. So, so what do you think about uh, Thanksgiving? Are, are we ready?
1: I mean, I think, you know, everybody likes to eat,
0: so it's like one of my favorite holidays. You know,
1: after a while you kind of get, you know, tired of the presents, after a while you get tired of uh, eggs, you know, as you grow up, you know, Easter eggs and stuff like that, but you never get tired of food. You know, I think you just grow an appreciation for food, so Thanksgiving is one of my, it's quickly become my favorite uh, holiday, so right,
0: looking forward for Thanksgiving. Charlotte is coordinating the food. How is that going? Oh no, Slowly. Slowly? We're doing
2: potluck if you don't. <laughs>
0: right. So that will be next Sunday. We will eat here from 12 to, to 2, you know, hang out, and after that, what is what we are planning to do? Every family will take one meal or two plates and just bring it to somebody that you would like to share with. Tracy and I have, across our street, there is a couple. They are probably in their 60s, and they are kind of isolated. They don't talk to much anyone. So we are going just to go there and tell them uh, Happy Thanksgiving. We are going to make a beautiful card stating this comes from Victory Church, wishing you Happy Thanksgiving. That's all. That's all that you do. Share. So what do you think? Can you do that? I think we can do that
1: for sure. And if anybody needs any ideas or anything like that, just... Let us know one-on-one, and we'll see what we can come up with. There's always somebody out there that could use a, a plate on a, on a day, random
0: day. I think it'll really make that healing. Especially if they don't
2: have family right? yeah. around. Yeah, especially if they don't and have family.
0: And imagine, in a Sunday afternoon, somebody says, Hi, I, I came to give you this. And you Oh, that's great. Convenient. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you don't need to cook Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. That's good. All right. So we are going to pray for each one of your needs in the... Uh, Remember to fill out the forms. Uh, do Do you usually fill out forms like this? Do I uh,
1: electronically usually. <laughs> I do a lot of electronics. Uh, okay. But, uh, but of course, you know we're not filling a thousand of them today. So uh, yeah, I mean filling out forms it's really easy to do. You know, check the boxes. Whether it's private or public, uh, put your feelings down on paper. You know, uh, what you want to press to pray about. We'll do it. There's power in prayer.
0: You know what is interesting? I'll, I have a file with those prayer requests. And uh, I was thinking that this coming week, hopefully now that Deborah is getting better and she's going to come back to the office more regularly, amen? <laughs> so I'm thinking that maybe we can have a, a those prayer requests just with the stamp saying, answered, 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 answered. Uh, I have a personal file with uh, memories like that. And some of you, you keep track of what the Lord is doing in your lives. And, you know, it's so wonderful to, to, to read that, to remember how the Lord is blessing us. And, uh, and I think that there is power uh, somehow when we just humble ourselves and we say, Lord, I, I need you to help me with this particular matter. And we write it down. And, uh, and then it's when we all together... We pray, and the good Lord answers our prayers. But um, also, we have our testimonies, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, it's always good to give thanks and to let people know, you know, what uh, what God has done for them and the power of prayer. You know, myself, you know, I, I, last week, you know, we said, you know, I said a little something about thanks to everybody, but really, really thanks to everybody who helped me uh, during this period of my life. And, uh, I, you know, things are going pretty good right now for me, so... I appreciate everything everybody's done having me get my apartment and everything set up. Uh, it's been awesome. Thank
0: you. Yeah. We love you, brother. We you love know, you. Yes. You know, I think
3: it's, it's great for us to give thanks, but for me, it's more important for me to hear the testimonies because it encourages the rest of us. And right. We need to hear it.
0: It is good. If you want to share a testimony, just write it down. Please let me share with you this testimony anytime. Okay. And if yeah.
3: there's a longer testimony, we can give it to Brandon, and he'll actually put it in the newsletter.
0: We could do that. That's right. So we are going to give to the Lord now. So there are envelopes in your, uh, what is the name of that thing? Clipboard. Clipboard, clipboard, clipboard. clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, <laughs> you can't believe it right okay I, I, I love you too all right so it's time for us to give to the lord whatever you bring to the lord do it for the lord remember whatever you do whatever you give is for him he is the one who is going to reward us always always and you can do it online too and through text message and uh, so what if you turn off your phone now huh would you turn off your phone Oh, yours is off? Mine's off. Oh, hmm. well, that's, that's convenient. Well, but maybe not everyone turned off his phones. And uh, if you can quickly go to Facebook and check in. that Those little comments, you know, are going to make noise in the community. Sir? Right. Excuse me? I got I to to the... Okay, we are going to do that now in a few seconds. Come, you can come in. You can come here. The, the cross wall is growing, right, Ginger? Still, thank you, sir. Thank you. Still need more, though. We need more, and uh, I would like to encourage you. If you can bring a cross, please do it. That would be great. It's going to be there. Even kids can make a little cross, you know. On paper? It's fine. We'll take paper. We'll take popsicle sticks. <laughs> popsicle that's good. All right. So there are some uh, still newsletters in the back. If you want to get one of those and share with any of your friends, please please do so. This week we are going to have our traditional Bible studies, Tuesday and Wednesday, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. study. But today we want to pray for our veterans. So I understand you wanna share something. Tell us, please.
1: I've got a, a gift for the veterans and their families also. If you are a veteran, will you please stand up? Thank you for your service. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be in this building and serve our Lord. Thank you for your job that you guys did. We appreciate you.
0: Oh, that's very nice. Whoa, that's very nice. Thank you, sir. That's very nice. You know what, guys? Uh, Thanks to all these men and women that they fight for us, we can have peace today here, right? and we can walk freely, because there are people fighting for us. Um, as you probably noticed, we have now the, the flag here inside of the building. I love to see the flags outside, and we have two sets, you know, even in my home I have flags as well, because they, they represent a lot, right? And uh, I think that today we should take the time not just to pray for our veterans and thanks, uh, thank our brother Dan and our brother Marsh for what they have done. Uh, Brandon also, he served, but he is not here today. And, uh, but not just for, for them, I think we should take our time also to pray for our president and for our governor. Brother uh, James.
2: James, <laughs>
0: Thank you, sir. If you want to give it to Alice, fine. That's fine. Thank you so much. (laughs) You know, regardless, my friends, regardless of our political views, regardless of that, I think we should do what the scripture says about our authorities. It is to pray for them. We have, uh, in my opinion, we have decent individuals leading the country now and leading our state. And I want to share with you eventually part of the testimony of our governor. It is amazing, wonderful men. But today we are going to pray for our country and I want to invite you to stand up, pray for our, all our military forces. Yeah. Father, we want to thank you for our country. We want to thank you for our president, for the Congress and Senate. We want to thank you Lord for our governor And we want to thank you, Lord, especially today for our military forces. We thank you, Lord, for our brothers here that serve the country, protecting us, Lord. And also we pray, Lord, for all of those men and women that today they are putting their lives at risk to protect our safety. We want to thank you, Lord, for all of them. And we pray, Lord, that you will guide our authorities in the country, Lord, the president and vice president. We pray for the Congress and the Senate. We pray, Lord, for our governor, and we pray also for the city mayor, Lord. We pray for the authorities in Odessa. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for that. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And uh, so now we are going to say hello to everybody and uh, be generous with your hugs. okay? Amen. All right. everybody let's say Let's give a hand to our good Lord. Yes, Lord. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Dear Lord, we thank you for your provision. We don't deserve, Lord, all the good things that you give us. And sometimes, Lord, we are not grateful enough. And we, Sometimes even we are not faithful enough to you, Lord, and yet you bless us. So we want to thank you today, Lord, for all the good things you do for us. We thank you, Lord, for the money that you send us, that you are taking care of all our needs. And we want to give you back, Lord, what belongs to you and give you this offering, Lord. Acknowledging, Father, that it is you, the source of all blessings. So we trust in you, Lord. And with that in mind, Lord, we declare the promises, Lord, that you have for us, that you are going to open the windows and doors of heaven for us. For those who faithfully, Lord, are here Worshipping you, Lord, and giving you the honor that you deserve. Father, thank you for those blessings that come upon us, materially speaking, financially speaking. And we thank you, Lord, for all that in the name of Jesus. Amen.
3: Um, the Lord is leading me to pray for a couple of people. Alicia and Alyssa, can y'all come up here for a second? And if any of you need prayer, I would encourage you to come up but God is just really leading me. I just want to pray over you, Alicia. The Lord is telling me to tell you that he sees. He He hears your cries. He sees your heart. And he just wants you to have peace. He wants you to trust in him and just lean on him and look to him. For your source source of joy father i just thank you lord that you just bubble up in her bring her joy bring this joy out father father bless her in the name of jesus lord i thank you father that she's full of joy and peace peace that passes all understanding i lift up her and um, aaron and i thank you father that they are blessed blessed going in blessed going out and i thank you father that you um, have there's just joy and peace in their household in the name of jesus i lift up Alyssa, father to you and lord you are telling me that she's having a hard time father right now with chris going out and lord i just thank you lord that you give her joy and peace while he is gone and um she is going to look to you also father and trust in you and i thank you lord that chris will come home safely each and every time And I just thank you, Lord, that you just give her peace, peace, peace in the name of Jesus, Father.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I
3: have two
2: prayer requests
0: here. Hallelujah. Before you go there, uh, guys, you know, as, uh, as individuals, we all, each one of us, we go through difficulties in life, right? There is no one person that doesn't go through difficulties. But what is what we do? What we do is we put all those needs in the hands of our Lord. That is what we do. Coming to church is the right thing to do when we are troubled because we are going to receive the inspiration we need. We are going to receive the peace that we need. And that coming up front and be prayed for shouldn't be a reason for anyone to feel ashamed or, or embarrassed or nothing like that. Everyone that is in need for a prayer is more than welcome during the time of prayer and say, why if you pray for me, please? I need a prayer. You come here, we will lay hands on you, and that is the right thing to do, right? The Lord says in his word that those who humble themselves are going to be put on high. So there is nothing wrong with admitting, I need a prayer. That is the, probably the first thing that I speak every morning when I am on my knees, as soon as I wake up, I hold my knees next to my bed and I, you know what I said to the Lord? Lord, I need you. I love you, Lord, I say. I love you, Lord. But right now I need you. Because everyone needs to feel that love from God in his heart. So we here the church, we care. And we are family, right? So we should be praying one another without a problem, without right. pointing fingers. Oh, what's going on? That's not, none of your business. <laughs> right? Yeah. The Lord knows. The Lord knows, right? So, thank you, honey. Good deal. And
3: I do want to reiterate, because when he's in bed, and when he comes out, he literally slides off his bed and is immediately on his knees, and he does that every morning, religiously. And I appreciate having that man of God in my life. Um, we have a praise report this morning. Ronnie Talley um, had toe surgery and. Friday and he's doing good and he wants to thank everybody for their prayers. We want to pray um, this morning for Jessica. Um, She's wanting us to pray for peace and safe travels for their family during Thanksgiving in Eastland and there's going to be about 40 family members there. (laughs) So I guess we won't see y'all next Sunday. All these people are going to be gone. Father, we lift up Jessica and her family to you and and everyone that's involved in that, Father. We thank you, Lord, that they will have a great reunion and a great Thanksgiving together. And, Father, we just pray for safe travels for each and every member, Father. Take them there safely. Return them home safely in Jesus' name. Father, we want to lift up David and um, Becky Poole. David lost his job. And, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that... He has favor that surrounds him like a shield, that you lead him to the job that you want him to have. I thank you, Lord, that as we worship you, that um, the doors of your goodness opens up to to us. And I, Father, I thank you. You send someone across his path to uh, minister to him, to worship and praise you. And I thank you, Lord, that your doors will begin to open to him, that there will be so many jobs for him that he just... Um, Will be astounded and Lord, we just lift up Chelsea to You as well as Jonathan. Chelsea, has been battling with coughing and sore throat, and um, Jonathan is um, battling a cough as well, Lord. And we just thank You, Lord, that You heal them, that You touch their bodies and take this um, sickness or whatever it is, that's trying to attach itself to their bodies. Just take it away, Father. No more delay. Take it away from them in the name of Jesus. Amen,
0: okay. My friends, we have prayed. We we understand the Lord is listening to our prayers. Now I wanna ask you something. This is the time where we are going to sing soft songs. What I want you to do is this. Take the following five, seven minutes of these songs for an intimate connection with the Lord. Forget about everything else right now. Forget about your problems. (coughs) Forget about your bills or the issues that you are going through. Put your eyes on the Lord and let the music touch your heart, the Holy Spirit flow in your heart, and just adore him for who he is. And you will receive a special touch from the Holy Spirit as you do that. Expect it. Lord King of the universe we surrender to you Lord one more time and we thank you for your mercy we thank you Lord for your gracious mercy upon our lives in the name of Jesus Thank you, honey. Beautiful to dwell in the presence of the Lord is the most beautiful thing that we can experience. Do you realize that uh, how much the Lord loves you, how much he is eager to pour into your life more and more of his love? Do you realize that? The more that I think about the grace of the Lord, the more grateful I am to him. I just cannot stop every day thanking Him for all His goodness. And uh, today we are going to talk about that, how He accepts us. How, how is that possible? And this picture that you have on the screen probably explains exactly the feeling. The feeling of getting close to the Lord and immediately the embrace is the familiarity that we have when we see our, our loved ones, right? When you go to see your family now for Thanksgiving, and there are some smells in the house, you know, the clothes or foods or drinks. Some of you, I don't know, uh, probably have those powerful memories in your, in your head and in your, in your heart about your childhood or when you were with your grandma, your grandpa, your parents or raising your little ones. Those are precious memories. And that feeling of being at home, having your family, your loved ones, it's an incredible feeling. However, some of us have experienced that and then all of a sudden there is nothing. Eventually we found ourselves alone and we are just thinking, what happened? (laughs) All of a sudden all that is not here. Anymore, Some of us, empty nest, we are just thinking sometimes, you know, it's kind of quiet here in the house, (laughs) right? And that we are longing to see the kids or family. And uh, well, then we need to use Facebook or whatever in order to check on everyone. We text, we check what's going on in their lives, FaceTime and whatnot, because we just love that feeling of familiarity. And that is what the Lord does. And it's amazing. So, we are going to read some scriptures today. And the first one is in Psalm 118, verses 5, five through 6. And you have it in your bulletin. And the, the scripture reads In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit I was in trouble, so I called to the Lord for help. The Lord answered me and made me free. The Lord is with me, so I will not be afraid. No one on earth can do anything to harm me. Have you experienced that? Do you remember the day that you lost a job once, (coughs) perhaps? Do you remember the day when uh, all of a sudden you were in such a trouble financially, perhaps, or in your family? Do you remember that day when somebody gave you bad news in regards of one of your relatives? Or perhaps it was a news, news coming directly from your family, telling you something that you were not prepared to. And in those days, what is what we did? We just prayed and said, Lord, help me here. And we, all of us, have any number of experiences of that kind when we can say, the Lord helped me. Because he has. However, sometimes we, we struggle with an issue. The issue is the accusation. And we are going to talk about accusation. When we are talking in regards of acceptance, we also need to talk about rejection because both things come together. There is acceptance, but also there is rejection. When we feel rejected, when we feel unwanted, It's just such a powerful feeling that can destroy us, right? The rejection is probably one of the most terrifying experiences that anyone can have because it is against, it's it's a direct attack. It's like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. And that just makes us feel awful. Rejection is something that we need to learn how to handle. But rejection is the result of accusation. So when we are talking about accusations, we need to think about the possible sources of accusations against us. So in your bulletins, you have four different sources of accusations. And I will, I will encourage you to write some notes here underneath each one of those, because that will help you to understand how you can manage the accusation or rejection from any of those four sources. Right. So the first one is the accusation that comes from people around us who get hurt for our behavior. That's that's a natural accusation, right? In our homes, we misbehave. We do something and we hurt somebody, well, it's absolutely understandable that the family there, whoever we, we hurt, even if it was not intentional, whoever got hurt, is going to have something against us, right? Because we are humans. We interact with humans. So what do we expect? That we are going to just do whatever we want or say whatever we want or whatever we feel to say and then there is a lot of damage there and, uh, and everyone will be cool with that? No. No. So the first source of accusation against us comes from people that we hurt. People that even without us trying to hurt, it just happened, we hurt them. They got hurt. So what are the things that you can do about it? There are two options here, my friends. The number one option that I suggest you is work with them. What is the meaning of that? That means you have to speak with those individuals and try to come to an agreement. That means you have to come clean. That means you need to speak about it, right? But the problem is sometimes we just don't want to talk about it, right? We did something wrong. We said something that is not right. We, for whatever reason, offended somebody. We sinned against somebody. And that person is there, hurting. You have two options, my friend. You are going to work with that person. You are going to communicate with that individual and try to make that relationship work. Or your other option is, you end that relationship. And how sad is for many people that hurt individuals and they decide going in that route. They said, well, I don't care. And you know what is what they are doing? They are just destroying a relationship here, destroying a relationship here, destroying a relationship here, and another, and another, and another, and another. It is a path of destruction. So we need to think about this. How is it possible that every time we are in the midst of relationships, people get hurt and it's always their fault? Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about it? how we always come up with this idea with I didn't do anything wrong it was his fault it was her fault it was their fault i didn't do anything it is their fault and when you think about it is it could be sentimental relationships work relationships friendship church relationships any kind of relationship but the, the, the idea is, I didn't do anything wrong. So if they don't want to talk to me, if she doesn't want to talk to me, if he doesn't want to talk to me, I don't care. And we just cut one after the other. And there is something that is not right here. There is something that is not right here because it's not what the Lord wants us to do. There are relationships friends, that it is impossible for us to restore. It's just impossible. But all relationships? No. Some, it's understandable. But all relationships? No. It's like quitting so quickly. I quit. I don't want to continue doing this with this person. I want to work with this person anymore. I'm going to Switch jobs again. I'm going to switch church again. I'm going to switch spouse again. I'm going to switch everything. You see? We, We need to think, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There is something that is not right in my relationship here. And these people are accusing me, are telling me that I did something. But our job, friends, is to stop, to think about it. What is the reason why they are telling me that they are unhappy with me? Think about it. And then we need to work with them. Sometimes you can come to an agreement with those individuals, and it's what a godly person should do. And you should discuss those things with those individuals. And if you need to use a mediator, that's, perfectly understandable. Nothing wrong with that. There are occasions, friends, that in companies, when they have big litigations, the court says, before you come back to me, you are going to talk to this mediator. Corporations cannot come to an agreement, and they say, the judge says, wait, go to a mediator first. Why is that? Because sometimes the discussion between two parties gets so difficult that there is no way that they can communicate with each other. So in those cases, we need to use a mediator. Do you understand? That is what a godly person should do. Look for agreements, reconciliation, work with them. That is one option. But the other option is I don't want to have anything to do with this person because what this person, what this company, what this pastor, what this supervisor, what, whatever, did is just I cannot deal with that. And then well, you need to end the relationship. Right? That is one source of accusation. People that we got hurt. Please listen to what I said. People that we hurt. But that is the mean, the, the, the pro- probably the most important questions that we need to ask ourselves. Am I hurting somebody? Did I hurt that person? But when we immediately say, I didn't do anything wrong, maybe we did. We need to think about it, right? The second source of accusations come from the law itself, Right? Here is the accusation, collection company, you haven't paid your bills. So, voila, DNB, notice, boom, these are the fines that you have to pay for your behavior for driving in that way, right? The law is going to to do what the the law should do to keep all citizens respecting each other. If you have things that companies, DMV, IRS, whoever, if you are receiving notifications because you broke the law, you did something wrong, what is what you need to do? You need to be compliant. That is what you need to do. A godly person should fix the problem. You cannot just escape forever. You know, some people think, no, I'm not going to pay that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to talk to them. And, and you it know, goes around and around and around. And escaping and switching addresses and switching cities and switching states, <laughs> right? And they just think that they will make it. Well, Eventually, somebody's gonna get him. A godly person, friends, tries to be compliant. Does everything that that person can to be compliant. If there are accusations against you, find out what's the nature of that problem. If we as believers, we have issues with bills and uh, collections and all that, we need to review our budget and think about it. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, guys, sometimes we are irresponsible with our money. You know, reminds me the story of this particular child that in his early 20s was all the time calling to the parents for help, all the time. And, of course, parents thought, we need to help him, right? But what, uh, what, is, what he was doing was immediately, the help came, the post on Facebook showing a new device or thing or toy or whatever he was doing, you know? And then the parents were like, really? So am I paying for those things? Yeah. You know, irresponsibility. But we need to think about it when you receive, when we receive notices in the mail indicating that there are bills that need to be paid, how can we go and have fun and just spend money like crazy? When we have obligations, obligations come first. We need to be compliant. You know, I want to share with you a very embarrassing personal matter. It's embarrassing. When the Lord gave us our new home this year and I signed all the contracts, we signed it, Tracy and I signed it, I remember that among the package of documents, I received one particular note indicating that I couldn't build anything between my neighbor and myself and the fence 10 feet before the fence. But I forgot. So I decided that I wanted to do something in my backyard. In the, and some of you have seen the pergola that I built. And, and one day, I was there when somebody from the fence said to me, sir, sir, are you the homeowner? And I said, what can I do for you? I come from the city. How can I help you? Do you have a permit? Permit for what? For your structure. This is a pergola. I'm not building a home or anything like that. Sir, you need a permit. And it's a, it's a cheap one, $28.50 license. You go to the city and we are good. OK. Well, somebody, a dear friend of mine, helped me one day when we were going through all these issues, you know, Dallas and surgeries and all that. I needed to pay the $28.50. My friend calls me and says, "Gian, I have news for you. And I said, what is it? Well, the city says that you cannot build anything before 10 feet from the fence. And you have. Oh, I forgot. Embarrassing. So now I need to (laughs) remove that pergola because there was an accusation, it was the law, and I need to be compliant. Am I happy about it? No. I'm upset about it, but whose fault was that? When you receive notices from companies telling you that you owe this, you have to pay that, and this and that, whose fault is that? That, Do you Mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? If there are accusations, you need to think about it. Who created the problem? And then you have to be compliant and work with them. You have to be compliant with the law. No one is gonna escape the law. No one. Those laws are here to keep the society rolling, friends. The third source of our accusation comes from the enemy of our souls, right? Oh, he loves to do that, right? He loves to come to tell us, do you remember what you did 27 years ago? Do you remember what you did last night at 11.25 p.m.? You know what I'm talking about? It's just awful, right? How can we... Make it when we have the enemy of our souls just sending accusation after accusation for our sins. It, it is just disturbing. And unfortunately, when we are under so much pressure, we can just say, Yeah, it's true. I did that, and you know. You're bad. It's true, I'm a sinner. I'm evil. There is nothing good in me. Why bother? Why would I go to church? You know? It's not worth it. You know, I'm a hypocritical. I am just a disaster of person. And no, 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 no. right? No, no, no. When we have accusations coming from the enemy of our souls, what we need to do is to hold on to our Lord Jesus. And let him protect us. So when the accusation from the enemy comes to you, all, the, all, the whole thing you need to do is just to come back to him and say, Oh Lord, help me please. I need you. I need you. I can't stand this accusation from the enemy. Protect me, Lord. You find refuge in the Lord and he will fight for you. He will fight for you. As soon as you go to that place of prayer and you find your refuge in the Lord, He will fight for you. And the fourth source of accusation comes from our conscience, right? It's, it's not the people that we hurt, right? It's not the law, and it's not the enemy, it's our own conscience. talking to us, telling us, that was not right. Now, when our conscience is talking to us, friends, I want you to understand that there are two ways to manage this. number Number one, it's the voice of the Holy Spirit talking to you. When the Holy Spirit is showing you that you have done something that is not right, He's expecting you to change. He wants you to stop doing that. He wants you to stop going to those places, to do those kind of things. What we need to do is to acknowledge His voice and obey Him. The voice of the Lord is so tender, is so gentle. He is not going to slap you in the face. Wake up. Come on, Gian. Come on ping you know no he, he's not going to do that he is not going to do that friends he is very gentle he will talk to us sometimes it's just a whisper sometimes he says something just like are you sure about that sometimes even he doesn't talk it's just like if he was standing next to us and then he gets our eyes and just, just look into our eyes and... there are no words sometimes. But you know Is him talking to you. No. I remember my one of my dear friends. In, in my first church he said to me that he told me he wanted to put a special uh, thing in his car about Christianity and stuff like that. Those things that hang in the windshield the you know, Christian sign whatever. So he said that uh, he was driving and something happened he was so upset and then you, you know what kind of sign he gave to somebody else and uh, he said that uh, when he did that, and he turned right and did that, <laughs> he said that when he turned and he did that, here was the sign hanging from, because he had a pickup truck. <laughs> he was the sign, the, the Christian sign hanging. You look, <laughs> how, how embarrassing, <laughs> you know. When when the voice of the Holy Spirit is talking to you, he's just telling you, no, you do not behave that way. That is is not what I want you to do. So we acknowledge his voice, and we recognize it's him telling us, stop it. (coughs) No. And we obey him. But also, sometimes... Our conscience is not necessarily the Holy Spirit talking to us. It's ourselves telling us it's It's, it's not worth it what you are doing. You are going nowhere. You are not going anywhere with this life. And uh, so it's pointless. Whatever you do, Why are you trying to do this? Why are you attempting to to be this kind of person? It's because we have trouble to forgive. We have trouble to forgive. Oh, with your daddy. Oh, there. Okay. So, forgiving ourselves, right? So, how how do we deal with that, friends? How do we deal with that? We need to go back to the scripture. Let's read all together from Romans chapter 5, verse 6. He says, It says, Jesus Christ died for us when we were unable to help ourselves, we were living against God. But at just the right time, Jesus Christ died for us. So how do we deal with this self-accusation? Understanding that there is no way that we are going to achieve a statue or this particular standard where we are going to be immaculate and clean because we earned it. No. No one can do that. There is no one person in this world that can come to this pulpit or any other pulpit and stand before people and say, I got it. Check my resume. Look my life. is impeccable. No mistakes. Review my credit report. Go through my Facebook files. Ask to my neighbors and families. My life is impeccable. There is no one person that can say that. That will be surprising, right? Imagine. So, how we can walk through life with freedom then? Understanding that he paid the price. That we are saved by his grace alone. That when he died for us, he did it much before we even were born. So he already knew the kind of things that we will do. And all our our mistakes. And yet he did it. He did it. How can you have a relationship with the good Lord and feel okay? How can you do that? It's when you understand that it's not about you. It's about him. That he accepts you. Period. He loves you. Period. Period. He died for you, period. He forgave you, period. You are saved, period. You are forgiven, period. You are eternal, period. You are going to heaven, period. You have a relationship with the good Lord God Almighty, period. There is nothing that will destroy that relationship, period. It's not about you or me or our behavior. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with what you do. Because it's all about him. He just loves you. When when the Lord is thinking about you, when the Lord is relating with you, he always does it knowing that you are imperfect. You know? He knows that. He knows very well our weaknesses, right? He knows the kind of mistakes we make. He knows what kind of thoughts we have. He knows that. There is nothing that he cannot see. He sees everything. (laughs) And yet, he loves you. How can you have a beautiful relationship with the Lord is when you think that it's not about you, it's about Mm -hmm. Him. That He loves you, He accepts you, He is willing to continue developing that relationship with you regardless. Regardless, Gian, regardless. It doesn't matter what I do, it doesn't matter what you do. He wants to continue developing that relationship. But how God can do that? How can he love me so much knowing what I have inside? The things that nobody can see. How can he love me that way? It's because he is God, the Lord God Almighty, the King of the universe. You don't need his approval. You don't need his okay. He is already there with you. When you wake up, he is already there with you. When you fall asleep, he is already with you. When you do your things during the day, he is with you. When you feel that you are alone, he is with you. When you feel that there is nobody there for you, he is there for you. When you are thinking, I don't have energy to do this, he is there with you. When you think, I'm so tired, I don't think I can give anything else, he is there with you. He loves you. He accepts you exactly as you are. Exactly as you are. You know, the Lord loves you exactly the same. When you wake up this morning, exactly the same, like he loves you in this very moment. So at this point, we brush our teeth, fix our hair, kind of. We put our clothes, right? We are kind of presentable, right? But the Lord loves you the same. Even when you were not presentable this morning. Because he sees something deeper than your looks. He sees your heart. And he says, I love you. And he wants to talk to you. He wants to continue developing that relationship. But when you are thinking about the accusations and all the things you have done and and all the things that you have to do and that maybe all those things are an obstacle between you and the Lord, you are wrong. Because none of those things, when you hurt people, when you have the law against you, etc. In all those instances, the Lord never stopped loving you. He continues loving you. And he will continue loving you. When you are in your home, when you are sitting in your chair, when you are in your work, he's there with you, loving you. He's not judging you. He's just pouring out love into your heart. He says, I love you. I love you. He accepts you. Exactly as you are. Now the big question is, why do you have problems accepting yourself as you are? Why are you rejecting the love of the Lord for you? Why you are... Somewhere in your subconscious, perhaps, thinking that you don't deserve his love. Why why are you thinking that way? He loves you, and you just need to receive that love and embrace it and say, Lord, thank you for loving me. If we read the next scripture in Luke 19.10, it says, The Son of Man came to find lost people and save them. I mean, his objective was to come for us, the lost ones. Do you see that? He didn't come for, for those who have perfect lives, perfect credit score, perfect behavior, you know. Perfect students, perfect kids, perfect spouses. but <laughs> No. No. He came to look for the lost ones. Lost ones. We were just lost and we were like, what, what should I do now? What about my life? What is going to happen to me? And when we were like that is when the Lord says, I, I want to have a relationship with you. That is the objective of my sacrifice on Calvary. To save you. To save you. In 2 Peter 3.9. The Lord is not being slow in doing what he promised. The way some people understand slowness. But the Lord is being patient with you. Isn't it beautiful? The Lord is being patient with you. He doesn't want anyone to be lost. He wants everyone to change their ways and stop sinning. And that is the challenge for us. To continue receiving his love, forgiving each other, forgiving ourselves, and stop sinning. When we know that some things are wrong, we need to stop those things. But that is a personal thing, guys. It's a personal thing. That's why it's it's wise for us, especially in marriage relationships, to let the Holy Spirit work in, in our spouse's heart. Because sometimes when we put our hands there, we just, create more mess. But when we let the Lord work in our spouse's heart, he is the one who knows exactly what is what that person needs to hear. Our job is just to receive his love, receive his forgiveness, knowing that he accepts us. If he accepts us, why we cannot accept ourselves as we are? Yeah, you have to say, this is me. I am who I am, you know, with my bad things and my good things. And yet the Lord loves me. But what about the others around you? They have the same right. Therefore, we need to accept them the same way, right? I would like to ask you to close your eyes for a second. Close your eyes. And as you are there, and please everyone bow his head, I want to ask you. Would you like to to let the Lord pour more of his love in your heart today? Lift up your hand. Just lift up your hand and say, Lord, I need more of your love in my life. The love of the Lord is going to change your life. His love. In the name of Jesus. marsh isn't it great to be forgiven? Oh yeah <laughs> let's all together read here I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus this year I will become more spiritual Brother we have some announcements for the uh, congregation Have you seen this bracelet that we have some yes. okay so we have some there and the some glasses. So we can share that with the congregation. And uh, how are you doing with your texting, honestly? Texting, texting and driving, is... texting Why and are you driving. Oh, you? Uh, you doing
4: good? I guess I'm busted there. <laughs> 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 but you know, you don't know when I'm parked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All
0: right. So we are getting better there, right? And uh, we are going to be here Tuesday and Wednesday And uh, before we leave. Uh, so are you ready for Thanksgiving? Have yes. You excited about yes, it? Yes, I am. That's great. And our brother is going to pray for us to dismiss us today. So hopefully we'll see you next Sunday, fellows.
4: Jesus, I pray that you would help each of us to... Get rid of the voices that tell us that we are not holy because you've made us holy. And when we have trouble accepting the forgiveness that you have because we don't feel like we deserve it, I pray that we can go to your word and read that you've given us a new heart that's like your heart and you have given us a new spirit that's like your spirit and the glory that you have given to Jesus, Jesus has given to us and that we should never think of ourselves as unholy. Maybe once we were, but now that we have received from you those things that we need that cannot be unholy because they come from you. It's like spiritual DNA from you to recreate us to be born again, a new creation. Our conscience sometimes will tell us that we are not that way. But that's just because of the old memories that we had of ourselves. The enemy will tell us that you're not that way because look at what you do the bad things, the evil things that you do, the bad thoughts that you have. We know that that can't be true because you do not recreate something that's sinful and evil. You recreate only that which is good and holy and pure and true. So help us to... Get over the flesh that tells us that we don't deserve it, that we're not that way, and by faith, to believe. Because that's the key, Lord, is to believe what you have said. Even though it doesn't feel right, even though we know that we can rightfully be accused, we believe what you have said and what you have done in us And that's the end of it. It doesn't feel like it, but we believe it. And that's what faith is about. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.